name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, welcome to the Faith, Hope, and Love Missionary Baptist Church Sunday School Hour. Uh, as usual, I want to just say welcome and greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, as usual, we will uh, start with a word of prayer. And we really need prayer more than ever at this time with all the chaos that's going on in the world. But the good thing about it for us is that we serve a God that's in control of all things. And he allowed things to happen for a reason. Just like he allowed Donald Trump to be president for a reason, he allowed President Joe Biden to be president for a reason. So our job is to just pray for this country, pray for one another, and continue to trust in the Word of God. I want to continue to encourage you to call in on our Tuesday night prayer line at 10 o'clock and let us continue to be in prayer for one another. So send your prayer request and your praise reports in and someone will most definitely be in contact with you. Let us bow for a word of prayer. Father God, which art in heaven, Master, we come in the precious and in the holy name of Jesus. Father, once again, we come thanking you for the many blessings that you've already bestowed upon us. And then, Lord God, we just want to thank you, Lord God, for continuing, Lord God, to remind us that you are in control of all things and nothing happened unless it go through your hands first. So we just ask you to let our faith, Lord God, continue to grow in you, Lord God, and trust in your word. Now, fathers, we go off into your word, Lord God, this morning. We ask you, Lord God, to open up our understanding, touch our hearts. Let us receive what it is that you would have us to receive. And then, Father, we ask you to continue to bless us, and we will be grateful and thankful to give you the honor, the praise, and the glory. As we ask these things in your Son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Once again, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We, as a Sunday school, have been studying uh, for the last several weeks now from the book of John. And uh, last week, we... Uh, discuss the first miracle of Jesus, Jesus uh, changing water into wine. And as we discussed that, we uh, wanted to take away from that how Jesus is still uh, filling us and refreshing us and changing lives. When it seems like we are empty and we have run out, when you just do what the disciples did, and that was what Jesus' mother told them to do. He told them to what? Do whatever he says. So whatever it is that Jesus is telling you, trust him and do it. And you will experience a renewedness in your life when you thought things were empty. Uh, this week we will continue on uh, with chapter 2 and we will pick up on verses 18. Uh, well, let me take that back. We will start from verses 12 uh, through 17 that I will read, and we will try to cover uh, all the way through verses 25, but I will try to elaborate a little bit more on verses 18 through 25. But let us read verses 12 through 17, chapter 2, the book of John. And it says, After this, 
he went down to Capernaum, he and his mother and his brethren and his disciples, and they continued there not many days. And the Jews passed over, wait, and the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the changers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple, and the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the money changers, uh, uh, and threw over through the tables, and said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence, make not my father's house and the house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house have eaten me up. Uh, during this Passover celebration, Jesus went to Jerusalem as many of the Jewish pilgrims. And when Jesus saw what was happening in the temple, he was infuriated. Uh, there were people selling animals. And in and of itself, this was fine. After all, those who had traveled from a far way would need to purchase animals to offer as sacrifices. But sales were taking place in our outermost courts of the temple. And this was the court of the Gentiles. And this, therefore, it prevented non-Jews who came to worship the God of Israel and prevented them from being able to do so. And moreover, when you look at the Synoptic Gospels, uh, they make it clear that these sellers were, chained, were, were charging an exorbitant uh, prices for these animals because it said that they had turned it into a den of thieves. In so many words, they were lining their pockets at the expense of the worshipers. Uh, the prophet Malachi, he also predicts that one would come to purify the temple in Malachi 3, 1 through 5. Uh, Jesus here, he made a whip and drove all of them out of the temple. A uh, legitimate business is one thing to be going on in the church. But these people had taken a place intended for worship and turned it into a marketplace. His disciples saw in Jesus the deeds, uh, the fulfillment of Psalm 69 where it says there's a zeal for his house will consume him. Jesus had a zeal for his father's house. And we too should have a zeal for it, a love for it. And it's dangerous when we turn the church off into something different than what it was intended to be. It's a place of worship, not a place that we should look at to make money. And I understand it takes money to keep the lights on. It takes money to keep the doors open. But 
God has a way of providing for them through tithes, through offerings. But there's a whole nother thing when you take God's house and you use it for selfish gain. Jesus didn't like it and we as his followers should be against it and should not like it as well. Uh, verse 18 uh, through 25 here, uh, it says, And then Jesus answered the Jews and said unto him, Wait, then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou dost these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this, high, uh, this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was the temple in building, and wilt thou rear it up in three days? But he spake of the temple of his body. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they were believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover in the feast day, many believed in his name. When they saw the miracles which he did, but Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men and needed not that any should testify man, for he knew what was in man. Uh, when Jesus uh, had turned over the tables, was frustrated with the money changer. These Jews here, they saw the ruckus that he had caused, and they demanded, what sign will you show us for doing these things? In other words, they uh, wanted to know uh, who died and left you in charge. Uh, what gives you the right, Jesus, uh, to do what you have just done? And Jesus, he replied to them. He says, destroy this temple and I will raise it up in three days. They assumed he was talking about the temple, uh, a complex temple here. Uh, the one that had been built by Herod the Great. The one that it took 46 years to build. Uh, in so many words, they thought Jesus was crazy because they thought that he was talking about tearing down and building up a temple that took 46 years to build but he was speaking about the temple of his body and though they couldn't understand him he was right the Jewish leaders would deliver Jesus over to the Romans to be put to death and then in three days, he would rise from the grave. His resurrection would indeed demonstrate his authority for cleansing the temple. And interestingly, the disciples didn't comprehend everything uh, that was said either. It would require Jesus' resurrection for them to grow in their faith and understanding. And though many people believed in him, it says when they saw his signs, they believed. 
But Jesus did not entrust himself to them. That is, he wasn't ready to reveal more of himself to them because of their spiritual immaturity. Uh, it says that Jesus knows what's in man. And we need to understand that. Uh, many of us have experienced the signs of Jesus. We have experienced the blessings of Jesus. But he hasn't revealed more to us because he knows our heart. He knows where we stand with him. He knows the ones who love him. He knows the ones who talk about him behind him is back. He knows the one who put prayer time in, who study and read his word. And so all I'm saying once again, if you want to grow strongly in the word of the Lord, have respect for his house. Don't treat his house like a den of thieves. Have respect for his house. Have respect and understand that when you have respect for him and you trust him, then you can grow closer to him because he will entrust himself more and more to you. We are out of time. We ask that God bless you, God keep you, and continue to be in prayer. Continue to tune in for our 11 o'clock service. And let us continue to be in prayer for this nation as a whole. God bless you. God keep you. Amen.